higher education. This podcast is about higher education. Please join us in listening to the remarkable story from the life and times of Michael Butler. In this podcast series, you'll be hearing stories from the primary themes of Michael Butler's life and memoirs. Politics, polo, theater, and love. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side. After spending years trying to get out of Culver, I was finally thrown out. And at least I had a consolation of my summers with Bono in Acapulco. I graduated from Elgin Academy, which was not too far from Oak Brook, and then decided that I wanted to go to the University of Virginia because I wanted to become an architect. I had been fascinated with this subject for a long time, and I also picked the University of Virginia because one of my heroes was Thomas Jefferson, still is to this day one of my heroes. But anyway, of course, one might say that I also picked the University of Virginia because it was famous as a party school. So off I went to discover very quickly when I got into the architectural school that mathematics were enormously important. And this was something that I was absolutely terrible at. I discovered an alternative subject which became a major for me, and that was fox hunting. In fact, I wound up hunting with Farmington, Keswick, and the private pack of the Van Cleef families at Nidro. So it was a great time. I hunted six days a week, two days with each one of those packs, And, of course, the time that I was not hunting was Sunday, and there was no hunting on Sunday, and there was no school on Sunday. Finally, my father put a question to the dean of men, and who came back and said, Mr. Butler, your son was majoring in fox hunting. He was really not seriously interested in this school. So that was the end of my time at Charlottesville, Virginia. I had great times, particularly with Ellie Wood Keith, who ran a stables where I was able to lease hunters for my activities. A very major accomplishment came about due to a friend of mine whom I was rooming with, and he always wore bow ties. This was astonishing because this chap was a person with only one arm. Now, of course, this was a very impressive accomplishment and something I had never even dreamt I would be able to do because my right arm has never been able to touch my face, much less my neck, where a bow tie winds up spending most of its time. He showed me how to do this. I was never able to do it quite as efficiently as he did because I wound up using a coat hanger for the final tightening of the bow, 
and I was able to do that with my right arm and a coat hanger. The summer after Culver and after Elgin Academy, before I went to the University of Virginia, I spent being chairman of the United States Olympic Equestrian Trials, which we held at Oak Brook. It was an accomplishment of which I was very proud and which was very well reported, and I was given a lot of wonderful kudos for job of producing it. That was my first entertainment or theatrical or whatever you want to call it uh, project, and I will get into it later at some time. So now the big question is, well, what do we do with Michael? Uh, I supposedly had to have some education, and so as a consequence, Dad, as usual, turns to his fellow officers of the Butler Paper Company, and it turns out that one of them was a trustee, or a regent, I forget what the actual term was, of the University of Colorado in Boulder. So I was enrolled in Boulder, and there I was able to organize my schedule in such a way that I could ski at least four or five days a week and spend the rest of the time up in the mountains doing my homework and doing one day of classes down in Boulder. It worked very well. I had tremendous fun at Berthoud Pass and in Vail. Uh, it was a great time, and I did very well there. However, it only lasted a year because I decided to go to Africa. Africa, the future beckons. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side.